0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode one of season two of the Therapist Friend podcast. I have a bunch I want to cover today. Essentially, I've got a few small points of discussion before I go into today's topic, which, of course, is standing up for yourself and prioritizing peace. Um, In true Therapist Friend fashion, I've got some anecdotes um, and some little stories thrown in there, so a really... A really standard Therapist run episode, um, but with some obvious differences, uh, going into season two. So, let's just get right into it. Um, number one, let's point out the most obvious. I would love if everyone, um, could pick up their device of choice that they're listening to this episode on, um, and take a glance at the beautiful podcast cover art. Um, so this art was done by my own cousin, Alex, Um, she studies at UW English and Informatics and Informatics and could not tell you how to pronounce that word. It is beyond me. Anyway, she's a genius and she's always been just so creative and so talented, um, with traditional and digital art. Essentially, when I knew I wanted season two to be a thing, um, I knew my abilities of creating podcast cover art have been not the most successful at least have not really reached my standard and I thought it would be kind of cute to just get other people involved um so I texted her I was like hey girly um these are the vibes this is the color palette this is kind of what I'm looking for if you're up to it, would you be interested in maybe making podcast cover art for my second season? Um, and she hopped right on it. I mean, the next day she had like four options for me to pick from, which was just so much fun and, and cool to see. Um, so this is what we landed on. I think it looks a lot more sophisticated, a lot more podcast cover than just art, if you know what I mean. But anyway, she knows her stuff. Um, I trusted her and I don't regret it. I think it looks awesome. Um, but yeah, if you're listening right now, love you so much. Thank you for doing that for me. Um, so yeah, thought I'd get that out of the way. Not my art, her art. In love with it. Um, point number two. What is season two all about? Um, if you have already read the description of the season two trailer, which, I mean, firstly, if you haven't listened to the trailer, please do that. Um, but if you have read the description to that trailer, you'll kind of have an idea of where I'm going with this, but essentially, I am definitely not who I was when I started this podcast. Um, it's been a little over a year. That's a lie. It's been, like, a good amount (laughs) over a year. Um, and I've obviously gone through many, many different experiences. I've got tons more stories to share, um, and just through these lived experiences, I've naturally gained a little more wisdom and knowledge. And that's not to say I am done learning and I I know everything. Gosh, guys, I am literally a child. (laughs) Um, But I have slightly different opinions. I have different ways I see the world. And I think important to have that kind of visual divide between, hey, this is one kind of significant period in my life and here's the next. Um, And I feel like now is a good time to be doing that. One, because yes, it's a new year. And two, because again, guys, just in the past few couple months, things have changed significantly. Um, And you guys would have heard about that if you listened to last year's episode, or I guess the last episode of season one. So that's that. I guess moving on to number three, no intro. Of course, believe it or not. I also listen to podcasts, um, and I've come to realize that it's pretty rare for a host to have, like, a minute-long intro before just doing their little, like, small talk, their little banter, um, and then their topic, so I'm deciding to just drop (laughs) my little minute intro entirely just to keep things more casual, to make this more of a podcast where you can just, like, throw it on while you're walking to school, throw it on while you're, mildly distracted, um, not, like, sit in your bed, lights off, maybe with a candle on type situation, um, which is kind of the approach I had at the beginning, especially when I had all my stuff super structured, but I'm trying to just sit here and talk and keep things laid back. So, yeah, no intro. Thought it'd be important to mention if you were a long-time listener and, you know, was a little thrown off by that. No more intros in season two and likely onwards. Number four, um happy new year (laughs) which feels kind of weird to say because at the day this is releasing we are basically done with january um and likely by the time you were listening we are past january but i thought i'd just you know be a decent human being and wish y'all a happy new year um i'm cruising so far my life has been pretty gray not to say that like interesting things have not happened but in the bigger picture it's kind of just been the same old same old Um, have I developed any crazy new habits? Absolutely not. (laughs) Am I upset? Am I sad? Am I stressed about it? Not necessarily. I spoke in my last episode about, you know, kind of my approach with New Year's resolutions and such, and this is gonna be a smooth little segue to point five here, my final (laughs) housekeeping point. Um, for many years in the past, I would have, like, this gigantic list of new year's resolutions and i would label them as such um and then i'd get to the end of the year and i'd just be like well i did maybe one of these things and then i just feel like garbage so this year um essentially what i've done is i've kind of like worded mm, what's the word i'm looking for i've kind of titled my priorities and i have little small achievable goals within each of those priorities that being said i've not like written this out i don't have like I don't have a vision board, I don't have any sort of goal board or anything, just to kind of take the pressure off a bit because I do tend to beat myself up when I don't reach certain goals, but that's just a me thing. I actually do recommend you try vision boards and you try goal boards um, and such, but just for me, not not really the vibes. Um, so I don't have any New Year's resolutions, I don't know if I really believe in them. Um, but, you know, it depends on everyone's interpretation of what a New Year's resolution is, what classifies a New Year's resolution. But if you guys have New Year's resolutions or if you have goals, plans, I would love to hear about it. Um, you guys all know where to find me. Um, I believe I've updated my Instagram on the website. Um, but if not, it's just my name, Juliana, the number one and two E's. I will try to remember to put that (laughs) in the description. But anyway, you guys, those are my five housekeeping points. I hope that cleared anything up. If you have any more questions, again, don't be afraid to reach out to me. But without further ado, let's just get into season two, episode one, Um, standing up for yourself and prioritizing peace. As with the past few episodes, this is a topic that has been very present um, in like the forefront of my frontal lobe (laughs) for about a month now, a couple months. Um, and I think it's, it it ties in with the idea of finding that self-confidence, um, but it's, it's a little more, it's a little more stern. It's more of an action rather than just being confident in yourself, period. It's being confident in yourself and, you know, being able to put your foot down when someone kind of challenges who you are and, and your authenticity. So, Something that I've come to realize in the past little bit is that honestly, nothing feels more like a waste of life, a waste of time, than not putting yourself out there and being yourself. This is actually a really similar statement to something I said back um when I made that episode. I believe it's called Self-Confidence as a Teen, um, which was honestly one of my first episodes. It might have been like, second or third um that that is something that has not changed and i still will absolutely stand by but you know that's a lot easier said than done sometimes you know the 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 you you feel is is really authentic to you might not be you know trendy it might not be in it might not be socially acceptable it might be weird And people are going to hate you for it (laughs) if there's another thing I've come to realize is that, you know, you're not going to be everyone's cup of tea. And that's totally fine. In fact, if you're not everyone's cup of tea, it means you're doing something right. So how did this kind of come back up? Why is this so present in my brain? And why do I feel the need to share this idea of how to stand up for yourself and the importance of prioritizing peace and how to do that? well <laughs> i'm going to get to this story of this really long cathartic conversation i had with my mom not too long ago but first i kind of want to set the scene for you one thing i do want to get out of the way um just in case i forget my mom and i have a great relationship and um regardless of what she says and you know what i'm about to tell you my mom and i are fine love my mother we have a great relationship don't worry about it, you guys. Just thought I'd get that out of the way. Secondly, you will already kind of have an idea of what I'm about to get into if you've read this episode's description. I highly recommend you guys read my episode descriptions, uh, because they do kind of give a good more structured description, crazy, um, of what I talk about in my episodes. But anyway, if you haven't read that, I highly recommend you do that right now. But something that's kind of taunted me growing up, and it's a very specific sentence, was people telling other people who are not me, like my mom, (laughs) quote, she knows what she wants, end quote, Um, referring to me, of course. Now, how would this come up? Um, I think the biggest example would be elementary school parent-teacher interviews. So, I don't know if you guys know, but in elementary school, Uh, They are mandatory just for parents and guardians to just check in on their kids' development. How are they doing in school? Because obviously these are like very young kids. Um, It's not like in high school where parents and guardians only really come to see the teacher if there's some sort of trouble or, you know, topic that needs to be discussed, just in case you were not aware. (laughs) But it was really common for teachers to tell my mom that I knew what I wanted. Um, Of course, I would never be there to to experience that conversation between my teacher and my parents or my mom happen, but my mom would come home and tell me about it and I just found that a little odd. I'm a defensive listener. I'm very aware of this. I definitely believe I have a long way to go in becoming aware of kind of shifting my listening behaviors to not being so defensive cuz it definitely bites me in the butt sometimes. But every time I would hear this every time this would come up, I just, I, I took it as people perceiving me as too assertive, maybe, selfish, egocentric. It made me feel like knowing what I wanted was a negative thing now. (laughs) It's important to point out that this was not, like, a monthly occurrence. It was, it wasn't like I was hearing this, like, every month, not even, like, every few months. Like, I've probably heard this, like, Six times growing up, which I just feel like is more times than the average person, and that's why I'm telling the story. But how did this come up recently? So now that you have that kind of foundation of like, okay, that is something you heard growing up, it upset you, (laughs) get to your point. We're getting there, I promise. But recently, I had my boyfriends over, and we were in the kitchen, and I can't remember the exact context, but I think my mom asked if, like, we wanted food or if we wanted something, um, and I was, like, very quick to say, like, no, we're good, and then my mom kind of just, like, laughed and rolled her eyes, and she looked at my boyfriend. She was, like, she knows what she wants, and then there were just, like, alarms going off in my head. I was, like, I've heard that before. It's been so long since I've heard that, and immediately I was, like, mildly offended, (laughs) Again, I would like to reinforce the fact that my mom and I have a great relationship and I love her Um, and that was not like devastating to me But it was definitely kind of like a oh Like I, I have not been heard that I have not been heard that wow I have not heard that in a hot minute and that is definitely a familiar sentence. So anyway <clears throat> I kind of brushed it off. Um, my boyfriend went home but then i kind of sat with it (laughs) just for just for a little bit um after that happened that night and i was like you know what i'm gonna sit down and i'm just going to like mentally dissect this why does this still upset me why why am i bugged by this because i don't want to hear that like another six years later (laughs) and then be like you know i use this word lightly but be triggered by it um and I kind of came to the conclusion that being sure of what you want in this lifetime is a good thing. Like, why should I be ashamed that I'm confident in what I want? Which seems very overly profound, but you guys do have to realize I am a high self-monitor and <laughs> my whole podcast is about going into these thoughts and these feelings and these emotions, but really we're not alive for a long time and why wouldn't you want to like, you know, know what you want and and consciously work towards these things you want and act on these things you want and act on these things you don't want, right? So now that we've got more (laughs) background, what really initiated this episode and the creation of this episode was this long cathartic conversation with my mom now i can't actually remember if this was before or after my boyfriend came over and you know my mom told me oh she knows what she wants or told my boyfriend that um regardless it's irrelevant because they both tie in together either way but essentially what my mom like explained to me um i guess (laughs) this long cathartic conversation was about everything going on in our lives. It was, like, a big fat dump of, like, our thoughts. It lasted maybe three hours, and it was just us sitting there talking. Um, but we also got into what was quote-unquote wrong with me, and I, I was curious to know, like, what can I do to be better? Because as difficult as it is to ask to someone being, like, tell me everything that's wrong with me, I just feel like for me, I find peace in in knowing what other people think is wrong with me because, you know, as someone that overthinks really frequently and has very anxious thoughts a lot of the time, it's kind of nice to kind of get a feel for the room and kind of be able to understand other people's minds a little bit. So I kind of just asked that question. And my mom basically explained, like, you present yourself as you know, this, like, kind, supportive, like, leader, and, you know, you say you're there for everyone, you have a podcast where you talk about this, and she's like, but I just don't, like, is that really you? Because, like, you come home, and you're, like, super sad, and whatever the heck, blah, 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 you guys get the idea. She was like, this is your presenting self, and this is yourself. Like, I feel like they're not really working together here. Um, And I explained to her, hey, listen, I totally understand where you're coming from. That's, like, entirely valid. And I told her, I really can't catch a break at school. I'm working. I'm firing at all cylinders. And the second I get home, I just want to rest. (laughs) And I feel like that's not exclusive to me. I feel like a lot of people in general, not just teenagers, feel this way. And she understood that and it was like a very good, it was just a good conversation because both of us were satisfied with both of our answers. But something else she mentioned was like, like, I just don't know if you are that kind to all of the kids at your school because like you tell us these stories about these kids and blah, blah, blah. Is it that hard to just be like that extra nice that you present to everyone? And this is where I was like, okay. How I responded to that was like, I have spent... Many years of my life, probably all my years of my life up until like eight months ago, being the people pleaser, being the person that was overly nice to everyone just for the sake of being overly nice to everyone. And it honestly kind of sucked. I spoke recently, I believe a couple episodes ago, about how for a while I genuinely believed that my purpose was. To help other people succeed and, and exist for other people, which is just completely wrong and, and toxic and and not not the vibe anymore. Um, and I told her, I was like, I honestly believe I have found the people I want to stick with until you know the end of the school year when most of them graduate, and I am so content with these people i'm with currently. i am being supported. i'm being challenged musically and academically. i'm having a ridiculous amount of fun and i've honestly never felt more secure socially than i have now. so why do i need to go out of my way to try to be friends with everyone when i have what i need? and it's not a matter of greed and like feeling like I need to be friends with everyone, but it's more a battle of I need to be friends with everyone because that is what success is. I no longer think that way. And I think, you know, my mom and my parents probably don't realize that. So I explained that to my mom. I'm like, listen, I don't align with some of these kids' beliefs that are like in my grade or I don't really align with their humor or, you know, just any of these kids humor i'm happy with the circle i have right now and it's working well for me therefore i'm going to keep it at that Um, and that's not to say i'm going to be an absolute bum to everyone else i still make an effort to be kind to everyone because everyone deserves kindness and i'm more than happy to give that tiny extra kindness to everyone but i'm no longer at that point where i feel like i want to be besties with everyone because that's you know what i think is what social success looks like because that's really not what that looks like at least that's not what i believe in anymore so that is my most recent experience of standing up for myself it was super well received from my mom she was like you know what like i understand that i get that I'm happy told me that and like this three-hour conversation i had with my mom was so hard i cried many times but The feeling afterwards was just beyond worth it. I honestly felt like I physically weighed lighter, (laughs) which is a weird thing to say, but it's so true. In that moment, I stood up for myself and she respected it and it was just a good feeling. You know, I, I explained to her that I want to surround myself with good people. I want to protect my peace and not go above and beyond stressing me out and that's what I did. And it just felt great. Um, do I recommend sitting down and having a painful conversation with your mom? Um, maybe (laughs) if you think that'll work for you. I'm not gonna, like, sit here and tell you that this conversation was planned because it absolutely was not, but it did feel good. And I honestly do recommend having difficult conversations where they are initiated because, you know, oftentimes they kind of just need to happen. And, Again, oftentimes they feel good afterwards. You feel like you got everything out and you've said your peace and such. Now, what is personal peace? (laughs) Let's kind of gravitate towards this idea of personal peace. Um, I'm going to give you a few examples to kind of warm up to this idea. For me, (laughs) personal peace is planning ahead and structure. This is something that I've attempted to sacrifice many times for other people, but it just does not work. Um, And that's not to say I can't make like impulsive plans, um, because with the right people and under the right circumstances, and if I feel comfortable, then yeah, I'll make last minute plans. It happens, but for the most part, I feel a lot more at peace when I have everything planned out, when I have to-do lists, when I have structure in my life now <laughs> a fun little example of when this mm, i wouldn't call it a boundary when someone kind of challenged my personal piece was actually with my ex um back then i loved to kind of ask and poke at him to share his like brainstorms for post-secondary. Cause I love hearing about that stuff. I love asking people what they want to be when they're older. And it was all lighthearted. I wasn't expecting like a solid answer of like this is my plan <laughs> um in the span of two months for what I want to do when I graduate high school. I was more so looking for a oh I'm kind of looking into this. This sounds interesting to me, whatever. And I like planning ahead. So I've kind of been consciously working towards my plans post-secondary and such. Nearing the end of our relationship, I remember him saying like you just have everything so planned and you always ask me about this stuff and it just stresses me out. And I'm like, okay, like, good to know. Like, thanks for telling me that. Um, And I wasn't offended by that at all, but it was definitely an issue because for me, planning ahead and, and talking through these things is, it brings me peace. It makes me feel less anxious about the future and such. So, that's kind of where Conflict can arise when people are challenging your personal peace. So one example of my personal peace is planning ahead and finding structure in my day-to-day life, Um, using a planner and such. Which, by the way, um, quick little side topic, you guys have been asking for an episode on how to manage time. Um, I will actually be looking into doing that uh, previously, like about a couple months ago. I didn't really feel qualified. Um or really ready to have a full episode dedicated to how to manage your time, but I got a planner for Christmas and I've been using the heck out of it. Um, And I suddenly have many strategies on how to manage your time well, uh, which is 100% something us teenagers struggle with. So look out for that quick little teaser. Example number two of what personal peace means to me. Um, it's surrounding myself with people I actually enjoy being around. Is this one a little shady? Yeah, is it true? Absolutely. Um, woo! Uh, back to, um, the conversation about my friends from last year. It's not necessarily that I didn't enjoy being around them, but I didn't feel very welcome. I didn't feel very involved, and yet I stayed. And that made me feel anxious and uneasy because I never really knew what they thought of me. I never really knew if they actually wanted me there and such, whereas now I, I feel a lot more at home. I feel less anxious. the anxiousness is not gone. i'm always going to have that within me. that's just who i am. but again, going back to that idea of back then, feeling the need to be friends with everyone and forcing these friendships just for the sake of having them exist is not something i believe in anymore. and what brings me peace socially in terms of friends is just Being around people that I know for a fact I want to be around, you know, for the most part, the message I get from them, like non-verbally, is that they want to be around me too. It's something really simple, but it does bring me peace. So I prioritize only spending time around people that make me feel good. And my last example of personal peace is taking time for myself. This, I can almost confidently say something we all need. Um, actually, no, I can confidently say this is something we all need. Um, just being able to schedule out time for yourself in a busy week. Um, even my planner, I've been making sure to kind of block out time where I'm like, don't make plans, focus in, you know, even if I'm doing work. Like, today was one of those days. Um, I've got my laundry going in the dryer right now. (laughs) I'm recording this podcast episode. I'm being productive and I am doing quote-unquote work, but I'm alone, and spending time alone is honestly really valuable and and quite often overlooked, um, which is something we hear all the time, and it does get a little annoying and repetitive. But it's it's really true. You obviously learn a lot about yourself, if not most of yourself, through other people's reactions to you. But actually sitting down with your thoughts, sometimes, as long as it's not you know unhealthy, because you know, trust me, I can get there too. Um, and this is why most of my alone time is spent doing work so I can distract myself, but being able to just be alone, be in your own presence and feeling fulfilled in that way kind of helps boost your, your independence and, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? It kind of lessens your codependency on other people. Um, because, you know, You kind of need to exercise love in yourself and being there for yourself because at the end of the day the only person that is with you from day one to day x is you um so take care of yourself be there for yourself and such so that is what my piece looks like and i'm gonna be honest they're not too individual like i'm sure like the last two especially surrounding yourself with people you actually feel good around. Um, and taking time for yourself that is absolutely not just a me thing. Um, so I honestly just highly encourage you guys to figure out what makes you feel at peace, what do you need to protect, what do you need to keep in mind at all costs when interacting with other people and when going about your life. Um, those three are my my big three and you know, going back to standing up for yourself. It's hard. (laughs) It's really hard, Um, especially when it's just raw confrontation, speaking to someone face to face. It's difficult. Um, Not that we have these conversations like every day, Um, even uh, less directly standing up for yourself. It's really important. Knowing what you want is not a bad thing. In fact, I encourage you to find what you want, tying into the idea of finding out what your personal piece is. So on that note, um, hey guys, that was a that was like a one take. I'm, I'm really happy with that. <laughs> Hopefully i won't need to edit out too many um, ums. <laughs> but anyway, thank you so much for tuning in to season two episode one of the Therapist Run podcast. I hope you guys are into the changes, the cover arts I'm hoping we all love because gosh, I am in love with it. I hope we like the idea of like no intro. And I hope you like the idea that I'm kind of just starting fresh once again. I have plans to revisit some old topics. I have some really good, well-thought-out ones um, that I'm honestly stoked to record. But yeah, I hope you guys are all doing well a month, just over a month, I guess, into uh 2023 if you have any questions if you have any episode suggestions if you have any new year's resolutions again i would love to hear about it please do reach out to me if you feel like you would like to i'm here for you i am literally the host of a podcast called the therapist friend but yeah man it feels nice to record again and it feels nice knowing that i have a plan to be a little more consistent with this podcast Um, I've got it in my planner, you guys are hearing all about the planner today, (laughs) to upload bi-weekly. That being said, uh, semester two (laughs) starts painfully soon, um, and it's looking a little busy for me, but, 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 this is a project that I do alone, and as I mentioned, one big part of my piece is, is taking time alone, so hopefully I can make bi-weekly uploads work who knows it was really lovely to have you guys back life's looking a little busy for me um, in the next little bit but i will do my best to pump out those episodes because not only am i passionate about it but i honestly think you guys would love to hear it please share around the news of season two it's really common for any kind of content to kind of die out after the first launch but I'm always hoping to grow this podcast and grow a bigger audience. So, yeah, feel free to leave some reviews and comments if you want to as well. Cheeky little (laughs) like and subscribe typey. Anyway, thanks again, guys. I will see you in hopefully a couple weeks. Take care of yourselves, prioritize your peace, and make sure you know that you can always stand up for yourself. I will see you all next time. Bye now.